Soon, my dear. It's almost time. True love can be hard to find. For some, it takes a lifetime. For him, it took a thousand years. God bless you. And now that he's finally found her, he's going to love her. I'm back. To death. Welcome to Definitely First Blood. My name is Mitch. And I'm Christopher, and we are a horror movie podcast. We talk about horror movies from the 70s, the 80s, the 90s, 2000s, and today. And today... Do you hear that, bud? (laughs) Do you hear that over there? That little... Can you put in some jingling noises? Yes, sure. Jingling noise over there. Do you hear it? Whatever could that be, bud? Why, it's the feet of... The Irish leprechauns oh. dancing. That's in, what that was. In the meadows. <laughs> uh, what's that one where they all like, ah, ta ta our society only exists for one day a year every hundred years, you know? Yeah. And it's a musical. And they, <laughs> anyways. I have Ireland! No idea. I have no idea. <laughs> Ireland. That's really the extent of it, as far as I'm aware of it. Those two things. Synonymous. Yeah. For some reason, I keep thinking Glenn Gary, Glenn Ross, even though I know that... I really have no idea what you're not... talking about, so I'm not going to be any help here. <laughs> That's I'm fine. Sorry. That's fine. <laughs> you don't know your musicals about Americans being lost in fictional, once-in-a-century Irish villages? Definitely not. And it I'm driving so me insane, but it's fine. I've never done anything to <laughs> indicate that that would ever be the case. Hey, I don't blame you, but... <laughs> So yes, St. Patrick's Day. That's today. Ireland. The two are synonymous, <laughs> welded together. And we're in recording North America, this on an early Monday afternoon. Yeah. So unfortunately, no no beer for us today. Oh, we could have just pretended. I, true. Yeah. I Why did I buy all of those rubber beers for us to practice drinking hey man, beer? At least I'm wearing green. That's true. You're you here and you're black and you're gray. Yeah, I have no colors on me, basically. It's called effort. I don't even know the meaning of the word. Anyways. Yeah, so this was the first time I had ever seen this movie. I think. No. I remember parts of it, so I think it's the second time. Well, why did you wait for so long? I don't know. I feel like if I did see it before, it was definitely on TV. I just remembered certain parts, like with the homeless man. Mm -hmm. But that's not like a super unique scene. So maybe I have only seen it once. I have no idea. Folks, we're talking about Lionsgate and Trimark's 1994 feature film, The Leprechaun. 
two. Two. AKA one wedding and lots of funerals. Whoa, 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 what? Was that the official tagline? It was another title that it's it's under, I guess. That's, according to the old IMDB. That's great because while there are many deaths in this movie, the fe- there aren't that many deaths. That's true. But there are, well, there might be many deaths in existence. <laughs> there isn't even one marriage in this movie. Cause I he, think they were technically married what? due to rituals. Oh, okay. But I guess they hadn't consummated it That's yet. That's true. So. It might not be legal in California. <laughs> Nevada? I don't know. Doesn't matter. Lepre- Leprechaun 2. Yeah, so it was directed by Rodman Flender, totally. who also directed Idle Hands. Mm, seems like he had some idle hands when he made this. And is the uncle of... Hollywood it boy Timothy Chalamet from uh It all comes back to Chalamet. That one with the peach. Yeah. What's that movie called? Summers Abroad. Oh man, I'm terrible gay right now. Call me by your name. Yep, that's it. I was trying to come up with a funnier name than that, <laughs> but I couldn't. Hey, you took that's my name the one. <laughs> <laughs> Written by Turi Meyer and Alfredo Specian. Something like that. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure. Definitely. They're both big supernatural TV writers and producers. So they've done like um, Midnight Texas, yeah. Salem, Witches of the East End, Vampire Diaries, Smallville. Turi directed a couple Angel episodes and a Buffy one. I was going to say, this whole movie feels like an Are You Afraid of the Dark by way of the librarians. Very much so. Yeah. Uh, they also wrote Wrong Turn 2 and wrote and directed Candyman 3. Wow. So quite the illustrious career. Yeah. Sequels and sequels of sequels. <laughs> and loosely with characters by Mark Jonas because mm-hmm. of its very loose relation to the first movie through Warwick well, Davis. Well, I mean, there is a leprechaun in both of them. <laughs> All movies with a leprechaun in it take place in the same universe. I guess that's a fair the... assumption, yeah extended leprechaun universe the elu so this guy stars warwick davis charlie heath siobhan durkin sandy baron and adam Bisk. barely siobhan durkin yes it's the name of the woman indeed she plays okay. bridget what a great name <laughs> fantastic name siobhan durkin yeah you really couldn't come up with that her most recent credit a movie called Spermicide, uh, where a um, sperm donor is going around killing off the children that became of his sperm. Wow. From 2014 or something like that. Wow. I have never seen it, but I, it sounds great. I feel bad because I thought she was good in this movie. She was okay. For a bad movie. Uh, that movie sounds great. Also, apparently... Highly likely that uh, Denise Richards was in serious contention for the same role. I'm going to be thinking about that one for a while, my friend. <laughs> Just the the idea of this dude like cranking out a bunch of donations and then sitting in his crappy apartment, being like, "I can't wait ten to fifteen years until these samples are old enough to murder." <laughs> like it's a long time. 
That is. It's a I, lot of hatred bottled inside know. of you. I don't know. I didn't read too much into it, so I can't speak entirely <laughs> well, why, to the plot. For all I know, it's a fantastic movie. You don't want to spoil movie. yourself. You do not want to spoil yourself without having seen that first. Got to go in blind, you know, get the full experience, and then we'll report back, right? For sure. Yeah. <laughs> Leprechaun 2. Yeah, man. This movie... <laughs> It uh, opens in Ireland once upon a time. Do you know how you can tell it's Ireland? It says. It says. It takes up half the screen. And it's in the Ireland font. Very it's a true. Celtic. Very true. Script font. Yeah. So that you know it's twice doubly Ireland because it says it and it like communicates it. It's green too. Three ways. You're right. Okay. So there's this guy running. His name is William. Yeah. Classic horror movie Night Smoke. Yeah. Hevel, oh. Heavily featured. You know that there's badness afoot when there's that <laughs> Night Smoke. Suddenly his collar pains him. And Leprechaun, Icon Warwick, Wick Davis. Mm-hmm. I almost said Warwick. You can... That's CSI, though. Ah, <laughs> true it is. <laughs> anyway, he comes out and does a little rhyme to, to threaten and taunt him yeah scream as you may scream as you might if you try to escape you'll be dead on this night <laughs> curse you we learn today is his birthday which is also saint patrick's day march 17th convenient it's his thousandth birthday as well what so presumably this takes place in the year 994 correct yes okay Okay. Anyways, uh, William <laughs> is the leprechaun slave. He is. So he's like, oh no, I have to be your slave and all this junk and I don't mm-hmm. want to. Unless he gets his wife that I guess he can now get because he's a thousand. Yeah. So In which case, William will be set free. So as soon as this guy turns a thousand, after three sneezes where no one says, God bless you, if said lady does that, then she will become his wife, thus nullifying his slave contract. Very complicated legal mechanisms behind this. So they go and spy on the girl. And uh-oh, it's the slave's daughter. What? Now I bet he regrets eagerly selling this woman into a life of servitude upon third sneeze. <laughs> so he makes her sneeze thrice Mm -hmm. but on the third time william says bless you oh shit oh no he really bad planning by this leprechaun yeah so he tries to get away and it doesn't go well for him william gets hung hanged and then the leprechaun's just like oh well guess i'll just wait another thousand years well he puts a curse on him first oh yeah 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 he curses his seed ew That is what leads us into our opening credits where he unfurls a scroll with a bunch of women on it, presumably and for sure. Bridget, her family tree. The line from this woman to her. The ten the nine women that come between nine hundred and ninety-four AD and Bridget. And you can tell it's over time because each one of them is wearing the fancy hat or hairstyle of the day. Wait, do you think, okay, 
does this because I think maybe it was just like once he gets to a thousand years old, he's of the age to wed or something. Mm, maybe because that would make sense. Because I was like, there aren't enough women on here mm-hmm. for it to be a thousand years. But I don't. They're know. They're also speaking English. They honestly might just not have even considered any of it i also like the idea of like if this was some sort of magic scroll that could predict the future it's predicting the united states of america being formed like this unbreaking chain of women forms essentially the spine of western canon because anything else could happen in the world but these women gotta produce bridge and all of those different fashions (laughs) I really like the flapper one. Yeah, that the was only one that was a one. brunette, I believe. Oh, so weird. It was quite weird. I think the the flapper one and the one from like the 40s or 50s mm-hmm. were definitely both just like traced based oh. on a famous image of an actress. Oh, definitely. <laughs> um, but anyways, so 10 generations, aka a thousand years later or whatever. Or Does it say a thousand know. years later? I don't know it's... that it said a thousand years later. I think can I a honestly... leprechaun historian please write in yeah. and tell us what's we need going to on? Know. We need to I'm know. I'm not looking this up. <laughs> so thanks. We get to meet Bridget mm-hmm. in Los Angeles as she watches her love interest boyfriends, Cody, try and trick Clint Howard and his girlfriends take his dark side tour yeah is, is a girlfriend from something yes that is kimmy robertson and she is the cruise director from speed to cruise control oh the voice well she's the cruise director oh. of in speed to cruise control so she's the she's cruise directing control. the cruise she yes. does a shit job. This sounds great. Terrible job. I love it. But she's also Lucy Moran in Twin Peaks. Ah, so I don't know. Ah, I feel like she popped up a lot in TV shows in the 2000s as well. Yeah, it was a comforting face and voice. <laughs> but anyways, uh, yeah, Cody is hawking this See the Sights of Los Angeles tour. It's a real grifter. Yeah, it's supposed to be very scary. You can hear Jane's man mansfield being beheaded her head getting ripped off that's fun right it's also a, an urban myth it was just like her hair fall oh that sucks yeah. i don't know <laughs> would not want to die like that anyways uh even if i was james mansfield uh anyways uh they say this line which i had forgotten about until right now he's like come on i gotta save money for my sister's operation yes but then he's like just kidding because she says you don't have a sister oh i didn't catch that and i thought it was just like whoa that's because he's slick you know he's slippery slippery guy oh he's very slick i'll say uh but the thing that isn't slick is that he is like okay Got everyone in the hearse. Now I got to go get the guy who's actually going to do the tour. (laughs) Seems like a crazy business relationship. I get people into the car. You get drunk all day in the bar. And then I bring you to the car to drive it. Like this, this is a disaster. Well, he was supposed to be inside, like where they were. Uh... Because they go to the apartment, which I think doubles as their office. And they look for Morty. But it's a super gross apartment. 
she's like shitting all over Cody about it. Yeah, it is pretty gross. There, uh, and then they find a flyer for the bar. Oh yeah, they do, and it's the St. Patrick's Day special. Yeah, so they know that that's where he is. So they gotta go there, and then it's an extra step. Uh, it's uh, they're at Brennan's, this dirty old pub, and uh, as they enter, there's a ladder up. And Blair's like, oh, don't want to walk under there. That's bad luck. I can call her whatever I want. (laughs) I am lucky. Where did Blair even come from? Uh, I don't know, but I like it. (laughs) Yeah. So Bridget Bridget. Bridget, uh, is like, I'm not walking under that ladder. It's bad luck. But then Cody's like, no, we'll just walk under this ladder. And then they walk under the ladder. It's bad luck. Do you think that's why she was cursed to this fate? That has to be the only reason. <laughs> yes. A thousand times yes. Morty ends up passing out and Cody takes him to the bathroom. And the bartender gives him an ice bucket after he asks for the usual. Yeah. Or he says like the usual. Oh, so they're prepared at this point. This is old. This is all old hat. Old Pat. Uh, it's like a Huey Lewis, I want a new drug like in the sink shot of Morty's face being dipped in there. I wonder how much prep went into getting that completely useless shot. I have no just idea. To, just to spice things up. His face is under the water. Ooh. <laughs> I don't know. I'm feeling all sorts of crazy today. That's cool, yeah. man. Yeah. Anyways, <laughs> Cody's like, yo, come on. Bridget and I have a date. You have to, I have a full car. They're meeting a bunch of kids at the go park. Yeah, they're they're gonna go go karting, which is apparently truly weird set piece for this movie. Yeah, and like a very important set piece since really there's there's what there's Bridget's house, there's the leprechaun's lair, there's the apartment, there's outside on uh, Broadway. Houdini's fake house. Yeah, yeah, Broadway, Houdini's fake house. It's five, and then in the bar is six go kart seven. So really, there's only seven sets-ish. There's less than and they ten were sets. All definitely sets. Yes. So there's less than ten sets in this whole movie. They looked so cheap, a lot of them. And it's really funny because they're so they're in this bathroom, mm-hmm. which I should count as its own separate set, really, because it obviously is. Uh, it's huge and filthy, and there is uh, that sort of graffiti where you can tell that it was all done on the exact same day by just Andy the Kaufman crew. lives uh Charlie can't surf was another one you know just topical topical stuff Morty is unfortunately way too drunk mm-hmm. so he can't do his tour so Cody has to do it yeah he's got no choice because they gave him three hundred dollars and okay I was thinking about this too because he's like I even sold two deluxe tickets so he's getting $300 this. Either all of the tickets were $75. Mm-hmm. Or do you think two were $100 and two were $50? I think two were $100. Wow. If I had to guess. The audacity to charge that much money for this garbage. Because seemingly there is no difference. Exactly. Between the two of them. Yeah. <laughs> Which I guess is part of the grift. Well, anyways. Um... We see the whole crew, Bridget in tow, in the front seat with Cody. Uh, 
an, an extreme the hearse is extremely well lit from the inside like it's a photo <laughs> studio mm-hmm. uh, and there's a single halloween plastic bat that's like hanging directly beside cody's face talking into a loudspeaker like it's a tour bus which i really liked it's so good because it makes no sense at all i loved it me too but i did not love this movie no <laughs> make no bones about that i am baron von cody stein your substitute usher into the dark side our cruising altitude this afternoon will be six feet under. <laughs> if there's anything we can do to make your tour more terrifying, please do not hesitate to scream. Is there going to be a bathroom stop? Uh, they pull up to this house in like Compton or wherever. It's I'm got pretty like- sure it's a place where they shoot stuff a lot. Okay. It's I like, just didn't look up where. It's got like the metal gate and everything. And this woman's like, don't stop in front of my house. She dumps <laughs> a big bucket of water. That's a trope that really needs to come back. Just people throwing in modern day, just people throwing <laughs> buckets of water, buckets on, of water <laughs> on other people, either on the street or from balconies. Yeah. It needs to make a comeback. They go to the last stop, which is allegedly Harry Houdini's mansion, mm-hmm. and they get another frosty welcome when a homeless man pops up. Ah. So they have to speedily drive away. <laughs> That's L.A. for you. <laughs> I like how uh, Cody's like, Harry Houdini haunts this mansion, but I'm almost 100% positive that Houdini died in Detroit. I have yeah, no idea. Because he got punched in the gut. But that for sure for makes it. sense with the character. Yeah. To not know. Ooh. Or to be lying. Uh, so as they peel Which out. I think was implied. After the, the hobo scares him. The hobo is like, oh, I'm going to go back to the Houdini estate. Famous property in Los Angeles. And just fall asleep with my whiskey. Goes to the bushes beneath the tree. Yeah. Th- there's a tree that has, has a little a plaque. plaque on it that says... A gift to Harry Houdini from the people of Ireland. Clarny, Ireland, specifically, I believe. Oh, uh uh-oh. Because that's associated with uh, the leprechaun guy. I think that's his last name or something. He says it at the beginning. Oh, whatever. Yeah. So the homeless guy drops his liquor, Mm -hmm. which then gets magically pulled towards the tree. And when he gets it, the tree starts glowing and out pops the leprechaun. As if from a womb. Not thrilled that this alcohol is Canadian whiskey and ah. not Irish whiskey. Ah. Bah! Blended Canadian. The only whiskey is Irish whiskey. Ah. The difference being the E. Oh, that's true. I think. Correct? Yeah. And Pete, they're different distillation There's a bog in there. Right? Bog water. Yeah. All that stuff. It's different. <laughs> he sees that... The homeless guy has a gold tooth that he mm-hmm. hasn't ripped out of his own mouth to sell yet, which is impressive. Yeah. So he, he roots roots the guy to the ground mm-hmm. through plant control powers, I guess, and pulls his tooth out. I wonder if that has like a certain like, you know, like telekinesis, that there's like one for plants, plant kinesis. I'm positive that there must be a word. Biokinesis. Let's look it up okay. right now. And we're back and more learned than ever. Botanokinesis. And 
psychochlorokinesis if it's a psychic plant the plant is psychic also yeah what took mere moments for the audience took literal minutes for us hours i had to bike to the library going through all those index cards for my superhero power dictionary anyway he lets lets the guy live which i thought was pretty considerate i I forgot the novocaine you know he's been trapped in the stump. He's got forever. a lot of those zingers. Yeah, a couple people good. do, I guess. I wanted to know. Okay, we talked a little bit about this earlier. Is this the same leprechaun from the original movie? Actor, yes. Yes. Character, yeah. I think yes, but I don't think this acknowledges that the first okay. movie even exists I in any way. So sure. okay, okay, good, good, good. Because like he gets destroyed at the end of the first one, mm. and there's no wrap up of that or anything very true so i think this is ignoring part one and creating its own mythos or something fair enough fair enough leprechaun in the big city he summons his pot of gold in a breathtaking display of visual effects uh yeah it it literally looked like they just took a a green screen cloth off the top and it looks like 100 percent real metal Oh, definitely. And not, not plastic spray paint or warbler at yeah, all. Not any of that. <laughs> uh, so it's floating there and he adds the tooth to the top of it. Constantly got to grow that wealth, man. I guess. The tour bus pulls up to the go-kart track mm-hmm. and Bridget is pretty quick to get out and leave Cody to mm-hmm. finish his stupid tour. She goes into the office where we meet Ian Another potential romantic love interest and perhaps a rival. He's locking Cody's. He's locking money in the comedically oversized safe that's definitely not going to come back into play the second you see it. The first movie also has a safe scene with the pogo stick death in the pawn shop. Wow. It's not the same safe, though. That could have been a tie in, a cute little tie in. Missed opportunity, I think. That is a missed opportunity. Well, now I'm disappointed. Anyways, this go-kart track has a giant-ass safe in it. The biggest safe I've ever seen in my goddamn life. And we know Ian is a good guy because he has a very good ADR line where he says the totally natural and regular person thing to do. Did you change your hairstyle? It looks great. (laughs) Stuck out like a sore thumb in your hair. They do some POV shots, so you think there's something mm. bad watching them. Probably Ugh. the leprechaun. Oh my god. But it runs up and it's just Andretti. Their dog. Giant Rottweiler that's guarding the <laughs> go-karts. Uh, I guess so. Yeah. And, I mean, obviously this dog needed to be there so that they could have a comically oversized flap uh, leading into the safe room for him to come and go as he pleases. At least that's forethought to some extent. Yeah. Oh, definitely. A hundred percent. So Cody leaves mm-hmm. and continues his tour, but he starts speeding because he's PO'd and he gets pulled over by the cops. Uh, he runs a red light uh, and then we get cut to they're back at uh, the police station, which I presume is the Laurel Canyon CalFed Bank office station. Okay. Just based on geography, where they were downtown and all that sort of stuff. But I'm no native Angelino, so I don't know. Okay. <laughs> Anyways, uh, and he's like, uh, six seatbelt violations, operating a thing without a license. He's driving on a learner's permit. Wait. 
how could there be six seatbelt violations? Right? Because Bridget was not in it. One, and two, none of you are wearing seatbelts? Plot hole. This is 94. Or maybe it's that none of the seats had seatbelts, uh, period. Because it was an old hearse. That's true. And most of the people in it would have been dead already anyways. Usually. Okay. Good point. Good point. Good point. So Morty is here to bail out Cody, who's they're treating like he's a real criminal. He's like all uh, he's got his hands behind his back, et cetera, et cetera. We learn that Morty is his legal guardian because his parents died three years ago. Ah, never pick that one up again. And also Morty's character is constantly trying to sell his business to people or mm-hmm. like sell shares in his business to people. It's strange. So he tries to sell it to both cops. Uh, and then they bring in the homeless guy. Yeah. This is why I say it's the same precinct as earlier because Houdini's mansion is in uh, the Laurel Canyon. Oh, and okay. So obviously uh, the the, crime, the red light crime, uh, the hobo, and the original scene all take place in North Hollywood. Okay. Yeah. The more you know. I truly think that the Houdini's house was 100% just a set, though. Oh, it definitely was, but there is a Houdini estate in Laurel Canyon. Okay. Yeah. Gotta look it up. <laughs> uh, I just wanted to see, because I was like, there's no way. There's no way. This all makes sense. Why would the homeless guy... For, why are they arresting this homeless guy? You, it's not illegal to be homeless. Bleeding in the streets in from his gaping tooth hole. Oh, that's true. There's a lot of fake blood all over him, like and way more than he was trying to tell his story about the leprechaun, but no one believes him, of yeah. course, because he's talking about a leprechaun. Ah, I'm telling you, this guy came out of a tree up at Houdini's place. Man, he tore my old tooth out. Look. Can you give a description? Uh, yeah, yeah. He was about three feet tall, had a green suit and striped socks and a little hat, a little hat. And I bet he had little gold buckles on his little black shoes. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Yes, yeah. Sure thing, pal. <laughs> what are you going to tell me next? <laughs> Michael Jackson's on Sepulveda? <laughs> and Cody says to Morty, like, You see that? You keep drinking, you're going to see little green men. Don't be a wise ass. This place is me creeps. Let's get out of here. <laughs> little does he know. <laughs> So the leprechaun has hit the streets. Yeah, he's got, he's chalked some runes on the ground and he's using his shillelagh like a compass Mm -hmm. rose to find William's great descendant so that he can sneeze her up. (laughs) Uh, And uh, a big uh, executive guy tosses a quarter. Yeah, an agent tosses a quarter at the ground. He's like, I'm from United Creative Talents Agency. Uh, Come talk to us once you've done a feature. Yeah, and then the leprechaun's like, oh, I'll just uh, take your whole finger because of your awesome gold ring on it. He can't help himself. He wants all the gold. I really think... And he just easily rips this guy's fingers off. And the guy's just like, oh, and then like runs away, which uh, I would want the finger back. (laughs) But mm, what are you going to do? Um... Cody sulks at home. Yeah, we should have seen more looting by the leprechaun. Should always loot in threes, at least. Yeah. Not in twos. I don't know. It's probably on the cutting room floor. He did something hilarious, <laughs> like, 
uh, took a, a gold-dipped uh, license plate cover off of a limo or something. And the guy's like, why I oughta? <laughs> Anyways, uh, they're back at the ranch. Uh, Cody is watching black and white TV like all teens did in the 90s, apparently. Sulking and looking at pictures of him and Bridget. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then suddenly... Ian and Bridget become the characters in the movie. And they're kissing almost or something. What? So he turns off the TV all furious. And then he goes out and Morty is just getting them some free pizza. Mm -hmm. Because it was 31 minutes for delivery. Ha ha, you stupid idiot. Cody tries to talk to him about Mm -hmm. the problems that he's having with Bridget. And uh, Morty says, she's She's a great girl. girl. How could could you you do do such a thing? Uh, and <laughs> like blaming yeah. him for it. I've just realized that I've referred to her as Blair in all of my notes. Weird. So that's where it came from. <laughs> uh, fantastic. Um, so Cody made $300 off of four people. And that's just for one crappy tour. And yet they can't afford to pay for pizza or su- assumedly anything else in this movie. It's not that they can't. It's that he doesn't want to because he's uh, cheap. Okay. He loves money. Fair enough. I guess, oh, he's the spiritual foil for the leprechaun. Yeah. Uh, and in this dirty city, who isn't be obsessed with money? Money's, <laughs> money's what makes the world go around, baby. Show business. And this whole conversation gets Cody inspired. And he decides he's been a chump. Mm-hmm. This whole time, he's been a chump. So he goes to get Bridget back, who is getting dropped off at home by Ian. And Ian's like, come on, just a few more he's minutes. He's a huge asshole. Which is wonderful. And Blair, uh, Blair, <laughs> Bridget's just like, no, goodbye. She's not interested at all, which was nice. You said your parents weren't home. So? Well, aren't you going to invite me in? Ian, you know I'm going out with Cody. I thought you guys called it quits. No, we didn't. Good night, Ian. Just a second. I took the whole night off for you. And what about those chili dogs? (laughs) Ian, you better go. Come on. Just a couple of minutes. I said no. I get it. You're just a tease. We'll tease this. Stuck-up bitch. I love his things too. Even though I got you those chili dogs. <laughs> wow. Oh, you, you're right. I forgot about those chili dogs. Well then, let's make out for five more minutes. That's what a chili dog is worth to me. Mm-mm. Chili she on a hot dog. punches him though. Is it chili on a hot dog? Yes. Unnecessary. But yeah, she punches him, which is extremely awesome and necessary. Uh, and then she goes inside. And as he's leaving, he hears Bridget calling after him and thinks he sees her in the garage, stripping down. Yeah, wearing completely different clothes. The same clothes. Oh. Not not wearing a jacket, Her white blouse, her black Uh leggings or skinny jeans. She's got her her not wearing that denim jacket, though. (laughs) Whoa. But it's just the Laphricon. And instead of uh, Bridget, the thing that he is, like, looking up at in awe... It's the bottom of a lawnmower. lawnmower. 
it's the same. A tremendously enormous lawnmower yeah, like, that I'm not sure exists in any reality. Maybe if you're maybe if you're mowing the lawn for the New York Mets, but other than that, definitely not. He she takes her shirt off. Mm-hmm. You get to see boobs. Cool. Yeah. And he goes in to touch them, and he gets his face chopped off. Horrific to think about. Truly, truly horrific to think about. Especially when you don't know that that, that's going to happen to you. And that's the end of Ian. What an important character. Yep. Uh, So inside, uh, the doorbell is harassing Bridget. And she thinks it's Ian. But it's not. It's Cody. And he's got flowers flowers. and good intentions. Yeah. And uh, she has this one room in her house that's all just angry red Red light. light. That she has to walk through. Mm-hmm. We got to get us one of those rooms, bud. We need a room that twenty four hours a day says something Someone bad is happening. something bad is happening. <laughs> just like this room. Maybe it's just an LA thing, but I love it. It's amazing. Oh boy. Uh, so Cody has a whole bunch of bullshit excuses. I promise, I love you. No one or anything else coming between us. And as they're hugging, you can see Lep sneak in from behind in the open window. Oh, shit. I mean, this is right after the Night Stalker and everything. You'd think people would be a little bit more whatever. He makes her sneeze once. Then she goes into the kitchen and she sneezes twice. And he says Gesundheit, which I don't... It doesn't not count. not English. And then thrice, and the phone wraps around Cody's neck. As he's saying, God bless you. And so he doesn't get it out. Lep pops out, and Cody tries to get him with a knife, but mm-hmm. via telekinesis, he ends up getting a bunch of pans dropped on him. Oh, shit. And the leprechaun sort of does like a discus throw of this like posture collar, or like Ring of O bondage equipment mm-hmm. that snaps around Bridget's neck. She has a really good scream when she like screams for Cody. Mm-hmm. I liked it. I searched this fair land far and wide. At last I've got the leprechaun bride. Uh, and uh, what else happens? She, oh, well, she tries to go out like run but ian's body's hanging there oh shit and it spooks her too bad yeah and then a collar materializes around her neck so that's not good yeah and then the leprechaun knocks over his pot of gold which i guess he brought out just to be like hey look at this Mm -hmm. uh and a single gold shilling rolls into cody's hands as if Guided by fate. And for those of you who don't know, one shilling is the equivalent of one twentieth pound sterling, or 12 pence. Huh. Yeah. The more you know. Yeah, yeah. That's some, like, imperial measurement system level of currency there. She wakes him up, and they try and get out. Mm -hmm. But they can't. And then Cody tries killing the old leprechaun with a big-ass poker. And it hurts him a lot. Because it's wrought iron. Was that in the first one? Um, I can't remember. I don't think so. I don't care to remember. It was the four-leaf clover was, like, oh, responsible yeah, for yeah, yeah. keeping them all locked I up. like it. Make it something different every time. This was the first scene where I noticed that the makeup they put on Bridget is truly awful. Oh, tell well. me about it. I don't know. We recently watched Never Been Kissed. 
And it's like when they make Drew Barrymore look terrible. Oh boy. Like I she's just all that. like foundation. I forgot we watched that and I'm angry now. I'm sorry. It's fine. That movie was upsetting <laughs> to me. Anyway, they go back to the Leprechaun's lair mm-hmm. and he starts to make her drink. Yeah, I, I love that. No furniture in the entire place, but he's got a little mine cart with a bar set up. This is so cute. <laughs> and she hits him with a rock and tries running, but he's magic and mm-hmm. whatever. So he quickly catches her and uses the magic to wrap her in a burlap sack. This next part was so gross when he's talking about like you'll have my puppies and all that sort of stuff yeah and, like, he's gonna have to make modifications cut her face and stuff oh the face has to look like she's the same species as them i'm going to have to make a few alterations but afterward you should be able to bear a full litter these will need sharpening why are you doing this? Don't worry your little head about it. You'll get used to the pain. We'll have to make some changes to your face as well. It is a fair face, but the wee ones won't suckle if you don't look like them. They can be very demanding at times. Many changes. Many changes. Like, so casual, just thrown in there, but yeah. so... <laughs> truly disgusting and horrifying and then he dumps gold all over her yeah it like worse it just gets worse this is ridiculous and realizes that he's missing a gold shilling and freaks the fuck out because he needs to have all of it there where he can see it some master of gold this guy is you'd think he'd be able just to recall all of it but i guess not i guess this is the rules that he has to play by she asks to be unbound to make herself pretty for him Mm -hmm. and he obliges Uh, he pulls a dress out of the hole that he's cut in the sack that's wrapping her up but not before drool kissing her which is pretty gross and he says kiss me i'm irish disgusting totally disgusting so he disappears Mm -hmm. and she tries to run again uh Leprechaun goes to her house to look for the golds but the police are already there investigating I think they think Cody had kidnapped her mm-hmm. or I guess murdered Ian. Yeah, because they found the roses there with the... With the note. Yeah, and the house is, is all fucked up. Leprechaun knows Cody's name. Oh, shoot. Um, She thinks she's in her house at some point, mm-hmm. but when she goes out the front door, she's just back in the lair. No. So she takes a minute to zen out and then collects a bunch of very smooth stones. Yes. How did they get down there? No one knows. Cody goes to see Morty. Mm -hmm. Um, The cops are questioning him initially, but he backs up. And then when they go upstairs. To the apartment. uh, It's a classic uh, Michael Bay-esque shot where they're having a conversation over the table and the camera's just rotating around them like, what are we going to (laughs) do? I don't know. What about this? But it was a leprechaun. No, it wasn't a leprechaun. Leprechauns aren't real. Yeah. Cody tells him about the leprechaun, but he naturally doesn't believe him. Cody does some research in this book he's had for five years, and he learns that the leprechauns can only be killed by wrought iron. Oh, Uh, shit. They can only marry 
after a thousand years or every a thousand years. I can't really remember what he said. This book's got everything. But it goes back to our first um, yeah. debate. They hate the color uh, orange. <laughs> All that stuff. You know. Uh, anyways. Um, and then the leprechaun's there all of a sudden. He's like, I'm here now, baby. Whether you believe in me or not, kiddo bucko. Starts beating them up. Cody tries to bargain with him and give him the coin for Bridget. Mm -hmm. But Morty pushes a bookshelf down on top of the leprechaun because you can't trust a fucking leprechaun. It's so true. What am I always saying? You can't trust a leprechaun. They make a break for it out the fire escape. And they slam down the... Bars, bars on the window the wrought iron bars hurt his hands ouchie oof the two of them go to brennan's from earlier mm -hmm. and it's popping with people from saint patty's this is the spot including cops like a, a lot of cops <laughs> for some reason morty leaves cody in the bathroom to go get a drink and then this way they get another use out of this awesome bathroom set from and earlier while he's in there we see a pair of leprechaun shoes getting closer and closer like really fancy ornate shoes and like little tights on cody tries to escape but it's just a little person with chocolate acting very strangely yeah uh Cody is taking a piss this whole time also into a urinal. And then after this guy who is just wearing a t-shirt and a weird hat is like, here, have a milk chocolate, chocolate coin. Yo, man, want me go? Come on. Take him. Thanks. It's real milk chocolate. And then Cody's like, oh, thanks, and leaves. And then the guy just walks up to the urinal and is like, oh, I'm, I'm looking into the urinal. <laughs> hey. Hey. The shoes they made him wear were also way too big for him. Hey. This is a very strange thing to be in your movie. <laughs> I didn't like it. Cody goes out into the bar, and there's actually a whole crew of little people. Oh, shoot. Morty sees that the leprechaun is already there, <gasps> and the conversation keeps going around in circles mm -hmm. about, uh, Bridget, give us Bridget. No. Cody tries bargaining again, but Morty proposes a toast to celebrate the leprechaun's marriage. Yeah. If you're not too chicken, you know, you want to. I heard you leprechauns like to drink. Does peer pressure. And then he does. That's exactly what happens. So his plan is to drink lep under the table, which he tries to do the other little people start chanting one of us one of us oh just like from that movie it is a direct reference to that movie wow and wow hmm. leprechaun starts guzzling booze yeah uh-oh back at casa de leprechaun bridget starts filling a sack with stones and using them as if they were breadcrumbs yeah but they just disappear she's like laying them so close together like like 30 centimeters apart, at least. And then beneath the dirt, she finds a thing. It's a big old box. shoemaking kit with bottles in it. Because his shoes, you know, remember from the first yeah. one, cleaning shoes? He loves it. It's That's like his foreign stash. Yeah, it's like a leatherworking all. So, uh, really annoying there. At the bar, 
the leprechaun is fucking tanks. Yeah, they closed it down, essentially. Uh, Morty is totally fine. He thinks he's outsmarted him, mm-hmm. too. Uh, and does a little rhyme of his own. You thought you were fast. You thought you were sporty. You thought you were clever, but not as clever as Morty. Oh, no. Uh, I'm... I may be drunk, but I'm still leprechaun, and I can levitate the ashtray. God damn it! Does it very poorly. Yeah, twice, and then uh, Morty says that he has to do what he wants, and then he makes it. The leprechaun finally makes a break for it and oh, runs shoot. away. Oh no! He was just in our clutches. Cody very half-heartedly tries to chase him, mm-hmm. but fails, and just goes back. To be like, well, he's gone. No, he's gone forever. But because of the wrought iron, he devises a plan and to go to the go kart track again. Uh, So Bridget is balls deep in that box she found at this point. Yeah, Uh, she finds the all that I wrote down as an ice pick because I had truly no idea. She's like, "Fuck yeah, I got it. We did it." She's going to stab him. Mm-hmm. Or so she thinks. At uh, one of your uh, local LA late night coffee shops. With a truly lurid one. Red walls. and Very bizarre smiling artworks. Women screaming. Uh, and what's his face from Mad TV? Mad TV's Michael McDonald. Yeah. Stewart. Pl- plays the barista. barista. One, it's one of his... He does a couple types of roles. Mm-hmm. Where it'll be like the aggressive asshole sort of character yeah. like in this or the heat or oh yeah Cougar town true the heat Cougar town. wow and he is condescending a heck of a lot to old leprechaun jones here he's channeling a lot of like tom cruise energy very good we have a method actor what's your next gig huh one of santa's elves or one of the seven dwarfs <laughs> I'm not an elf or a dwarf. I'm a leprechaun. Look, I don't care if you're the tooth fairy, all right? I just want you to pay up so I can get out of here. Uh, so it's be gold you'll be wanting. A uh, gold card, Visa, MasterCard. I prefer cash, but maybe you're a little short. <laughs> Boom, gotcha. <laughs> Pay me. True asshole shit. Yeah. And so Leprechaun stabs his hands through the counter and then turns the steamer on him and boils his face. And it melts off, sort of, in a weird, lumpy way. Lots of talk and practice of facial deforming in this movie. Yeah. That's interesting. Hmm. I'll have to look that up. Focus on the face. Cody and Morty get back to the track. Mm-hmm. They bribe Andretti the dog and like a beef very easily get into the offices to empty the giant safe. Oh, well, that's because they just crawled in through the dog door, which is human-sized. Human-sized dog door. And the safe, the combination <laughs> is underneath the phone thing. So it's They're like, making it hard for these criminals. Yeah, yeah they really are. They really Thankfully, are. Thankfully, they did set off that silent alarm, mm-hmm. which we find out about because the security guard comes out of nowhere and arrests Morty. The safe is on wheels. Is it? Yeah, because he's moving it. That's how he moves it so easily. 
like honestly the it's not even attached to the wall the more mm. i think about this well i guess the whole ramp thing was just a ploy uh, so maybe he was gonna do it sooner i don't know i, I want to know guess more about to him. the person know. who owns this go-cartery i want to talk to them about their cash practices um yeah yeah <laughs> The guard mm-hmm. goes to check the office and to get Cody. So Cody hides in the ceiling. Somehow he's up in the drop ceiling without having disturbed anything or broken <laughs> anything. Also, it is so clean up there. It's beautiful. That's what they're spending all their time doing: cleaning their, the drop ceiling. The drop ceiling. Yeah, in Los Angeles, you could rent that out, <laughs> right? Am I right? <laughs> Tell me about yeah, it. I that. Know. L.A. Realty. Oh, it's no joke, mon ami. Yeah. <laughs> this is great. All right. Um, yeah. Whew. So <laughs> Leprechaun shows up in the ceiling. Cody falls mm-hmm. down. Uh, goes. They're just having a fight now. Yeah. And then uh, at the car, the cop is like, I have 60 hours of combat training, so don't try anything, alcoholic, frail old man. <laughs> And he goes to go get Morty at the at the car thing, mm-hmm. the leprechaun. And Cody taunts him with a coin. Yeah, he's like from the window. Uh, oh look, I got your coin right here, big boy. And the leprechaun goes through the dog door, just like everyone does in this movie, and gets locked in the safe. Oh shit! Pretty smart move because the safe is now in front of the dog door. Then they start start taunting him and that's a pretty dick move oh uh, yeah cody goes to get some boards to use the ramp and then morty locks him in the room to get the leprechaun to give him three wishes because all he wants is the gold hubris i want your gold that's first wish uh morty wishes for lep's pot of gold which he grants mm-hmm. by making it materialize in morty's guts yeah and like a bowl shape still. Yeah, full pot of gold shape. Ouch. And in order for him to stop, Leprechaun says he needs to wish him out of the safe. Which he does. And, and then physically he has to open the door. Oh no. Which he does too. And his third wish is to get the pot of gold out. Which, which he does. He needs to have worded more carefully. Yes, but he's not thinking. I guess a giant bag of gold on your pot of gold on your chest will do that to you. So the leprechaun rips it out and is, again, very intensely plastic looking. <laughs> Cody manages to escape through a window. Yeah. Apparently they have a shatterproof window facing into the establishment, but, but not, not out. out. Not out. And nice then... huge window for this custodian's office. <laughs> so you can see everything that's going on and it locks you can from see the where outside. the dirt is happening oh so you can no. get out there oh dear uh leprechaun dematerializes mm-hmm. and then cody comes back in through the front to cradle the body the, of dead dead morty and one of my least favorite tropes in movies like this then the security guard comes and it's like you did this you're yeah. not covered in blood at all <laughs> And sure, this guy's been disemboweled, and you weren't stealing any money, and a whole bunch of other reasons. Why is the safe red hot in areas? But whatever, I know who you are. 
Uh, I watched the listen to the news on the radio and the Laurel Canyon PD <laughs> have been crowing about you nonstop. So you're under, you're going to jail, sir. They go outside and Leprechaun uses his voice manipulation to be a woman screaming for help. Mm-hmm. And then as they're walking around looking for this other victim leprechaun gets in a souped up go-kart that says me gold on his painted leprechaun style but also just with like severed heads and shit on it so it's very confused conceptually starts chasing after the guard Mm -hmm. who does that thing where he runs straight instead of to the side though i guess it probably wouldn't really matter because it's a magic Go-kart. that's true that's so true but yeah the cop dies he gets run over twice so that's the second third person who's died in this movie cody discovers that as long as he has the coin the leprechaun can't kill him yeah and phases through him like a hologram which would be spooky to discover because I think. he needs to give him the coin oh shoot the leprechaun disappears uh, again but cody's like i know where you live he goes to grab an iron rod and says, Have you had your iron today? He grabs the teeny tiniest one iron rod. One single iron rod. And he... You don't know any other iron that you can pick up between here and Houdini's house? (laughs) I don't know. I I think it's very short-sighted. It is. He really should have... uh prepped more for that i guess i'm sure there's a 24 hour iron store somewhere (laughs) sepulveda the pch other roads (laughs) think about it okay so uh back at the ranch blair is wearing her red dress that the leprechaun left for her and it's just her size and she's like where have you been i've been so lonely how could you leave a bride on her wedding night? Oh, where were you? I missed you so much. Hello, hello, come here. Hello. She also gave herself a really shitty hair tease. Oh, did she? It's like very weird. She knows what he likes. Like she basically looks exactly like her former life a thousand, hundred years ago, whatever. Mm. The woman she was supposed to be, but I don't know. She knew. She, she knew. came through the ages. She tries being all sexy, and then she takes the awl and tries to stab him in the neck with it, but it just bends, and he gets mad about that. Because it's, it's his, his favorite all. Oh, yeah. I thought he said his father gave him it. He said all of he said he said all of that and more. But yeah, it's his father's all and his favorite all, because presumably because it was his father's, and now it's a piece of junk because it's all bent. You can't poke anything with that. Cody shows up at the Houdini house and goes in through the tree. Mm-hmm. There's a weird backing music when he's doing it as well, yeah. like a alt rock sort of. Uh, and then a series of green bugs fall on his head. Ooh, These. Gross sets of these tunnels here are so bad it's all the same tunnel it's like (laughs) the first star trek level of design where it's very obviously styrofoam paper mache yeah painted but it was also never supposed to be seen in like 720p 
I, I mean, guess. Whatever. Or 1080, whatever. Whatever. Who gives a shit? Um, I'm not shitting on the people who made these sets at all. Also, <sighs> all of the tunnels are human-sized. Well, to a leprechaun, it would be breezy and spacious. <laughs> he paid that extra was for those cathedral ceilings. Can you imagine if they would have had to crawl the whole time instead? Oh, it would have been even scarier. It would have been scary. It would have been like that scene in Blair Witch. Uh, yeah. Skeleton grabs yeah. Cody. Yeah, William, the guy from the opener, the slave man. But it's not actually him. It's just his body being controlled. Yeah. Uh-oh. Leprechaun. Skeleton. I just imagine Cody fighting, like the actor who plays Cody fighting the skeleton which was puppeteered by the way and the guy uh scott Patton got credit for being skeleton puppeteer that's a great credit to have yeah. i think uh you know let me just quickly go down the scott Patton route oh so our skeleton puppeteer uh he did like a lot of character design and makeup effects uh, for movies like sin city kill bill the green mile he was the one who found that a perfect shade of green. I'm <laughs> uh, Kingdom of the Crystal Skull, which is the Indiana Jones with the skull. Yeah, with Shia LaBeouf. Yeah, and Thor. And, and he did uh, character design for James Cameron's Avatars. Oh, nice. Yeah. So he's had quite a good career then. Yeah, man. That's awesome. From a skeleton puppeteer to the big leagues, yeah. baby. Being a fucking Barutok puppeteer, whatever they call the dragon thing. And while Cody is doing battle with this skeleton, mm -hmm. Bridget is very shittily trying to pick up the awl with her feet so she can use it on her collar. Yeah, uh, and she's having a real hard time because her neck is stuck to the to the bed, like the back of the lock. Oh no! She does eventually get it though, which is good. For her, I guess. He, the leprechaun left her old timey like leather shoes. So she has like uh, <laughs> finger feet. She can like, she's got a little play there, you know, to grab it. Cody ends up defeating the skeleton. Mm -hmm. uh, he but smashes its head in. Then he gets stuck in a bunch of roots that turn out to be an illusion. Mm -hmm. And it's like a series of things that are just like, Jesus Christ, they're really dragging this out. They, yeah. This whole end part here is so like bad but the beginning the middle and the end part cody gets to bridget just as she gets the collar mm -hmm. off uh and she gets one of her dumb lines like the worst take your ring back i don't want it anymore the worst lock in the history of locks like she doesn't even undo the lock she just fucks up the little hinge on the back <laughs> i mean good for you that it's not that magic like it's magic but, but it's, it's not magic. Super magic, yeah. So She runs off, Cody runs off, and they eventually meet back and start running through the tunnels <laughs> that just end up going in circles. It's one of those, like... Um, Much like the plot is at this point. Benny Hill style, like, they're running and running, and then, what? Oh, but you're coming from this way, and I came from that way, and then what? Like, goosebumps, are you afraid of the dark it's... level hijinks fantastic work uh and then uh they get separated oh no uh and when they finally get back together cody uh finds what he thinks is bridget mm -hmm. who's 
telling him to give the coin to the leprechaun despite his better judgment. And it obviously is an illusion. Like, obviously. Obviously. Bridget! Are you all right? I saw him. I saw the leprechaun. Oh, no, where is he? He's back in the tunnels. I managed to get away. Come on, you're not going to believe this, but I actually found a way out of here. Well, let's go. Wait, do you still have the coin? Yeah, why? Leave the damn thing here. That's all he wants. But Bridget, as long as we have the coin, he can't hurt us. We're dead without the coin. Oh, listen to me, Cody. If leaving the coin keeps that creep from following us, we've got to do it. But... Oh, I know it's scary. It'll be okay. Give me the coin, and let's get out of here, please. I love you, Cody. But he gives the coin anyways, and then the leprechaun's like, Ho ho, you dumb idiot. Get a a nice morphing scene where she starts laughing and then morphs back into the leprechaun. Oh, shoot. And then he brings the real Bridget back from the void, invisibility, wherever she was. The shadow realm. Uh, Cody tries to stab the leprechaun, but ends up getting stabbed himself. Something like that. But not really. Uh Uh-oh, because... It was just the chocolate coin, and he comes back, and he stabs the leprechaun. With the iron bar, and then... He explodes. And they're like, quick, we gotta run away. Okay. And yeah. And then they escape up through the tree Mm -hmm. onto another very obvious set that looked like Hocus Pocus, really. he throws the shilling away. And And that's the end, baby. Bridget's like, you're not gonna keep it? And he's like, no, it's worth way too much trouble. Which is just like, all right. And then they run down the steps. And then it's the credits. That's that's the end. That's it. There's not even like a, we did it, baby. No, it just ends. Yeah. But this movie was bad. This movie was not good. Although I will say, Warwick Davis. Oh, he's great. Carried Truly this great. awful movie on his back. I have, I can't think of many other times where I've seen one person carry an entire movie. And he does it in all of them, too. Like, he's, I mean, other than the two new ones. I hope that he got paid well for those. I hope so. Because he deserves it. He does. I'm standing up and cheering <laughs> to that performance. Yeah, I really didn't like it. I don't know. The end, especially, like we were talking about, moved in circles and totally slowed down. Like, the whole time they were in the layer was just the same thing over and over. And I don't know why they had spent so much time there. Can I be I fully thought we were going to get Bridget almost sneezing three times. So nine total sneezes. And then he would get her on, like, the last one when she, like, just by happenstance. Uh-huh. Like, the first time, he'd be stymied. The second time... It's just coincidence that someone says it or it's like on TV or something. And mm-hmm. she's like, hey, that's funny. And then the third time he doesn't, he's like, yeah. <laughs> or like it's an accident and he just gets lucky. I don't know. Why am I giving these people ways to pad this movie out? I don't know, man. But it's so frustrating. The green bugs falling on his head. There is so What green. was going on with I that? I don't know. They're just trying to scare like, him, I guess. Oh, they're green. Like worms, Michael. Well, they were green and orange, so they were supposed to be like little versions of the leprechaun. Leprechaun beetles. Oh, true. (laughs) 
so the six degrees of Jamie Lee for this guy, Sandy Barron, who played Morty, was in Straight Time with M. Emmett Walsh, who was in Christmas with the Cranks with Jamie Lee Curtis. Hmm. 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 So it's a quick and easy one. Interesting. Very interesting. I could not find anything about the production of this movie. This is the only one to take place on St. Patrick's Day. Interesting. And it's the last one to get a theatrical release, oh. which makes sense. Mm, yeah. Can I tell you a little factoid about Mr. Davis? Yes. Uh, he is one of the heads of a talent agency that represents clients who are very tall or who are very short. Well, that's interesting. Yes. It is interesting. That's good for him, man, <laughs> I guess. So the original draft of the the movie was pretty different. It had like a lot of scenes and subplots oh, yeah? that ended up like they were filmed, but they were just like cut out. So there was like a whole love triangle between Bridget, Cody, and Ian. Yeah, I figured. Like Ian was a main character who appeared in scenes like throughout the whole movie. Hmm. But. Sucks to be you. Yeah. Then Get they, all that cut out. They cut him way down to like two lines, like two scenes. Yeah. So like after Cody dropped Bridget off at the go-kart place, there was dialogue mentioning how Ian and Bridget had dated in the past until he cheated on her and she broke up with him. And Uh Ian was bullying Cody at the time. Wow, what an asshole. There were scenes at the go-kart track that included Bridget hanging out with her friend Mandy and another friend named Lyle. Why? She seems like... Lyle was Cody's yeah. best friend who ditched him for the cool kids in high school. Oh shit. And helped Ian bully Cody. All because uh, Cody's parents died and now he had to live in more? And instead it was Lyle who took Bridget home and after attempting to kiss her and failing, he got lured into a wood chipper by the illusion of Bridget. Hmm. And then Ian was going to come to Cody's apartment Demanding to know where Bridget was and why his friend was found dead. This, I'm confronting you, you weird twerp. And after Cody convinced Ian of the leprechaun and the gold coin, he decides to help him, but he secretly wants Bridget for himself and later tries to push Cody in front of a go-kart that the leprechaun's driving. This is a crazy movie about women as objects. Uh, he's later fooled by an illusion of Bridget in the Leprechaun's Lair in the final act, giving her what he believed was the real co- coin that he stole from Cody. But Cody gave him the false one. That makes so much more sense. And Ian is killed by the Leprechaun. Shit. Reshoots are responsible for reducing his role to two scenes, giving Morty more scenes, and the characters of Lyle and Mandy were completely cut out. Interesting. And all of this information is from IMDb, just... Lyle throw that out and there Andy. and it was originally planned to film a leprechaun two and three back to back with bridget cody ian and mandy oh yeah how'd that returning. go <laughs> how did that go well they scrapped the idea to film uh, the movie immediately afterwards resulting in most of the leprechaun two footage that was mentioned being deleted because there was no point <sighs> building up to it 
and was rewritten and reshot. The title of the treatment was Trial of the Leprechaun. This is for Leprechaun 3. Oh. And it picked off right where this movie ended with Bridget and Cody outside the Leprechaun's lair after he exploded. And just after they leave and make plans to get food, the police arrive and arrest Cody for the murders of all the people the Leprechaun killed. Bridget tries to tell the police the truth, but they don't believe her. And she starts working together with her friend Mandy to look for a lawyer to represent Cody, but they fail miserably. They end up forced to go to trial with the public defender, and the case goes sideways when Ian appears alive as the star witness, claiming to have watched Cody kill the victims. Bridget goes to a shaman who helps teach her a spell, which weakens and forces supernatural forces to reveal themselves. The next day, she performs the spell, and the leprechaun spirit is forced out of Ian's body and then takes over Officer Murphy, Lyle's father, who wants Cody uh... dead. Using his pistol to kill many people, but failing to kill Cody, who escapes with Bridget. Ian wakes up in the courtroom, having his memory altered by the leprechaun into believing Cody was responsible for everything. Ian and a bunch of his jock friends go looking for Cody and Bridget, who went to visit the shaman, who reveals that the way to kill the leprechaun is to force his spirit to flee multiple times. Uh, oh, oh my god the leprechaun as officer murphy shows up and shoots the shaman he gets into a fight with cody but is beaten up by a kick to the groin just as cody's about to escape he's caught by ian who starts to beat him up until bridget convinces him that he's being fooled the leprechaun's then forced out of murphy's body and after ian shoots him oh after ian shoots him dead and jumps into cody oh shit he struggles for control as the leprechaun forces his body to murder ian's friends cody stops the leprechaun and tells bridget how weak the leprechaun is and how if she says the spell one last time he'll be dead for sure he loses control just as the leprechaun starts to strangle ian oh dear bridget finishes the spell and saves ian but the leprechaun manages to drag cody to hell with him bridget breaks down as ian consoles her Final scene is Cody making a deal with the leprechaun to escape hell and make it back to Earth. What could have been? No, thank you. No, thank you. I'm full, thanks. Don't want any more of that. What happens to Mandy, though? Her fate isn't mentioned. She gets killed by the chainsaw. Oh. Oh. Yeah. Alternate timeline where that exists. Yeah. It's truly a wild one. Um... That was upsetting to hear. That was a lot. Plus, yeah. it seems like a lot of work that just like was off or not. Probably. <laughs> yeah. But isn't that true of most things? That's Hollywood, baby. So Snap if you fingers. want to follow us on social media, Mitch, what is our Twitter? It is Deaf First Blood. And our Instagram, definitely first blood. You can email us, definitely first blood at gmail.com. Um, rate us anywhere you listen to podcasts. It's appreciated, but not necessary, of course. Help us out with this that. This is in a fascist state. Algorithms. Um, not yet. <laughs> but anyway, we hope you guys have an awesome St. Patrick's Day this Sunday and drink responsibly. Definitely. Bye. Goodbye. Mm-hmm.